Welcome back to the Character Corner with your host Chris and Deepom here. And uh, it's that time, folks. Uh, Infinity War comes out uh, this weekend. If, if, if I've timed this correctly, this is out on Saturday, which means you probably or should be on your second viewing of Insanity, uh, Infinity War. Uh, and um, we are here to talk Thanos and the Infinity Stones here on the Character Corner, where we talk about favorite characters, uh, comic book characters, give a little bit of the history and background, uh, the ones we did before. We just wrapped up Batman. And we're back into Marvel doing Thanos. Um, before we get into this, I, I think uh, we'll get into more of... Because when we do Thanos, we got to talk Marvel Cosmic. And we're going to go wide first. Kind of give a brief overview of that. But before we do that, uh, we do have... We haven't done in a while, but we do have two uh, five-star reviews to read, right? Yes, we do. Right. Thank you very much for these reviews. Again, that's our policy here at MTR. Leave the five stars. We'll read them on the air. Apparently, we'll read them eventually. Uh, the first one's from Jonathan. I appreciate the education. You and Palm are really doing the comic book industry a great service. I'm listening to your takes on Batgirl and considering purchasing year one based on your recommendation. Do it. You guys are shining. Hey, uh, you should do it through Amazon through our affiliate link on mtrnetwork.net. Um, you guys are shining light on create on characters that might not have gotten much exposure otherwise. Also, your also your Marvel tenure history was fire. I listened to it twice, and I'm excited as you are about Infinity War and the conclusion of this phase. Keep doing what y'all are doing, Jonathan. Thank you very much. And the second one is from Shuttlefan68. Fun and informative. I listen to a ton of podcasts. These guys are up there among the best. They do a great job of going through the character's history and breaking down what makes them tick. And their passion for comics shines through. My only qualm, and it's a slight one, is that some of the episodes are really long. But hey, some characters have a more complex history, so nothing you can do about that. Overall, great show. I love it. Trust me, we know they're long. We record them. Yeah, trust me. It is 9.30 on a Wednesday night. Trust me, I understand they're long. <laughs> this is the beginning. Like it's gonna, I'm going to be here for a while. I'm getting a cup of coffee, some tea. We're going to be here for a while. No, no, no. We... we like I said, we, we want to be thorough. Like, we could... And here's the... You know the crazy thing about it is? Some of them are long, but, like, so the Batman one took us three episodes. We cut out so much shit in that last one. <laughs> People were like, why didn't you cover this one? Because it's repetitive. Right. And I don't want to do it. <laughs> right. We had to... Because, I mean, Cataclysm or No Man's Land or blah, blah, blah or Contagion. Like, it's always something. God yeah. bless. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they just... We try to break... What if we had Batman fight nature? Fine. <laughs> Although I'm not gonna lie, that 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 Tom that Tom King episode of Batman uh, with a uh, uh, Swamp Thing was great. That's different. I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, way different. Um, all right, so let's get into this. So, so obviously, you know, Thanos is not making his 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 live action debut. We've seen him a couple times before in the, in the MCU, but um, you're really gonna see him in Infinity War. So we were like, hey, now's a good time. Some people don't know; they don't read the comics. So let's uh kind of go in and um, you know, explain you know who Thanos is and what's going on with that. Um, so I started reading this stuff, you know, because you know I you can find Thanos stuff pretty easily. And I made this uh, I had this revelation was like, fuck, we're this is like three, four more episodes because <laughs> I'm going through this stuff because yeah, yeah. like, yeah. because. You Sir. Right. Well, because what I realized is when you do Thanos, it's it's it is around that era. It's it, it's really the baseline of of Marvel Cosmic, and we we've touched on aspects of Marvel Cosmics. We did it with the Inhumans a little bit. 
We did it with, um, cause as a matter of fact, we were like, yeah, that's when the humans got good when we went cosmic with them. Um, we did it with uh, the War Kings with uh, when we hit uh, 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 Alex Summers and we ended up doing uh, uh, Vulcan and things like that. And I think that is pretty much it as far as cosmic stuff in Marvel. Uh, that we've but, touched on so far, yeah. That we've touched on so far, but, you know, we're about to get really into it, so I thought it would be kind of good to, and, and I guess, we'll get into this when we talk about the Eternals a little bit, um, some of the stuff with the Apocalypse kind of deals with that, and, I, and that, there's a kind of a loop with that stuff there in the high evolutionary, but, yeah, this is, this is really a good touchstone for Marvel Cosmic, and so we are going to mention some, some, some characters, some things here that either are going to turn into their own character corners or we'll, we'll do a whole Marvel cosmic, uh, 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 you know, or, or couple podcasts, stuff like that. But I just wanted to kind of go through and, and kind of give you guys like a little primer first, cause it'll make the Thanos stuff, uh, mean more. So, um, do you want to, you want to start off with this? Yeah. Um, so when you go big picture Marvel, you start dealing with things like abstracts. And, uh, if you've heard our, Ultimates character corner, which I unfortunately had to miss. I know you guys talked about that kind of stuff. And if you guys read the Silver Surfer run, I keep recommending to everyone. You've definitely heard it and read it. But uh, I guess when you're talking about our universe, kind of the guardians, the uh, the gardeners, if you will, the celestials. And I don't even know how to really they were they were apparently parts of the cosmic order. And after seeing the mini, it's so weird. Cause now I kind of want to like go ultimate to talk about the many different iterations right. of the universe. Right. So I'm like, well, on, in seven, this is no, but right, <laughs> essentially right. <laughs> they're the gods that patrol the universe as exists. Mm-hmm. They are, they, they occasionally they're named. Occasionally, they're not. They're always associated with an idea or a <clears throat> a role. Um, examples include um, Ashrim the Judge, Devron the Exper- Experimenter, Esau the Searcher, the Celestial Task with Seeking. Um, and they experimented on on planets and, yeah. and they're exp- go ahead now i'm gonna say and, and this is where the uh apocalypse stuff came from because remember we had the whole the apocalypse journal i can't remember what issues those came from where, where apocalypse kind of went through he found the celestial ship and was looking at the, the experiments that the celestials were doing on earth mm-hmm. you know and, so. and and that's and that's like if we talk about apocalypse, is you talk about like the old, the uh, uncanny Avengers run. There we go. That's what it was. Very tied to the Celestials, and and in that book, Thor kills a Celestial, mm-hmm. and with a fucking axe, and this is as metal as it sounds. Um, and they destroy the planet, and then the art continues because some writers are very, 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 very good at this. Um. But the Celestials experimented on planets. They basically seeded life throughout the universe. On Earth, they seeded abilities in people and performed genetic experiments on proto-humanity. They created two 
races, Eternals, and Deviants. They also apparently is the reason we get people who get superpowers. It happens on other worlds too, the same kind of results. That's important to note. Um, Eternals look human. They they live. I guess now are they immortal in the books now, Kennedy? Canonically? Ah man, it, it's weird, right? It, it it does. I I think they're still immortal, kinda. I think, yeah. Well, there was at one point they could only die by one another's hand. I remember that because mm-hmm. some of the Cersei stuff in like early nineties Avengers. Wow, I just had like a really weird flashback. I didn't prep that. I just remember it. Um, are we Eternals? Okay. So yeah, this is um, these are basically almost immortal beings. They had advanced technology. They have um, been protectors of the human race. The deviants have always kind of gone after the humans, and that's kind of like the it's weird. So Eternals comes from a strange place. Well, Jack Kirby it, left Marvel. I was, I was about to say the Jack Kirby stuff. Because yeah, like, let me explain. <laughs> right, right. In 70, 1970, Jack Kirby left Marvel to go to work in DC. He started the new guy. That's where um Dark Side comes from. That's where Big Barda, that's where Miracle Man, that's where um High Father, Light Ray, they all come from Jack Kirby's trip to DC. While he was there, the books he was on kept getting canceled. So the story remained unfinished. That's kind of why the new guys are the most favorite toy over there. Similarly. He came back to Marvel, started a similar story with Eternals and Deviants being the <clears throat> the uh, High Father and Dark Side of the side of it. Right. If so, so if you ever go, well, it looks like uh, Marvel ripped off uh, DC. Well, it, it, yes, but also it with the same creator. <laughs> yes, Jack, Jack ripped off Jack. Right. <laughs> so can you? It's it said you. It's like you can't rip yourself off. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. A, it's it's an homage. Right. Um, and so. But the same thing happened in Marvel. The Eternals books never got their plot lines resolved. Unlike DC, where they kind of evolved into this, the next wave of gods, kind of self-important thing. They've been largely forgotten in Marvel, or they pop up when they're needed, but they're very rarely needed. Well, they go off, they basically go off to their own world, and you just don't see them until you do. Exactly. <laughs> it's very convenient. And, and then uh, Jim Starlin comes along. Jim Sterling. Which, who, by the way, has a, has a legitimate gripe with uh, Marvel and has finally said he's never coming back to Marvel after the shit with... Uh, oh. Yeah. oh, you didn't hear. Was he back now? Putting the book out. I thought they were going to put the book out anyway. I thought he still said oh, it was... No, going to finish it. Did now. Oh. <laughs> he, has a, he has a love-hate relationship with Marvel. I swear to God. It's... So, would you want to talk about, like, work for hire and, like, licensed material? And how weird it can be. Just read up on Jim Starlin and, and um and Thanos sometime. Yeah. Cause it can get ugly because Jim Starlin's a writer and artist. Jim Starlin created Thanos from full cloth, from nothing. Yeah. Uh Iron Man but 55. He was by Marvel when he did it. Right. Uh so but yeah, he comes in and so we get uh, Jim, and he's he's writing. He was writing a lot of. Uh, he really gets it heavy in there because you're gonna we're gonna be jumping around for the Thanos stuff because Thanos gets introduced in, uh, was it Invincible Iron Man fifty five? Believe it was. Yes. I believe it was Invincible. Uh, they had the Invincible title in front of Iron Man for that. Um, and it's actually part of an an ongoing story that that 
you bring in Adam Warlock, you bring in Captain Marvel. I'm I'm gonna call it Marvel just so we can get around. We're gonna have to do a whole thing on the 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 Captain Marvel, all of them. We'll have to just we'll just do one big one, or maybe we'll have to break that one up. Um, it involves Silver Silver Surfer, like it's just it's this big thing that that you know cemented Thanos as. I want to say because I mean now it's like he's the. He's the basically one of the big bads of the Marvel universe, but I want to say he was like literally one of the big bads of Cosmic Marvel. Like he was the terror of Cosmic Marvel, if you think about it. Right, and the and, the, and he was kind of the, when he drops into that the Iron Man story, it's kind of like established his bona fides because everyone's around him are so scared. Right. Um, and like I said, he comes in as like you said already a scary person already this thing uh, that uh, people are worried about. Um, and he already has his reputation about him. Um, <clears throat> so I guess, do we, so did you end up reading Thanos rising? The, the Jason Aaron stuff? I did. All right. Do you want to use that as the origin uh, stuff and then come into the other stuff? Cause it kind of, do- all right. So I, I want to say that was 2004. Let me actually open it. I'm going to pull yeah, up Look it up right and now. see. Because so, this is kind of like the apocalypse stuff where you don't get, you, you get various stories of, of Thanos' beginnings. And so while, while he's looking at that, let me, let me give you some stuff on Thanos, all right? Uh, first, it's very important to find out what Thanos' family is. We brought up the Eternals. The reason why we brought up the Eternals is Thanos is, well, let's go with his grandfather. Thanos' grandfather is Kronos. He's an Eternal that becomes a cosmic entity. And if you, again, listen to our Ultimate uh, Combo Book Club, you know about Kronos. So, Thanos is basically already son of almost royalty, cosmic royalty, uh, grand, grandson of cosmic royalty. His father, Alars, is the son of Kronos, is uh, called the mentor from Titan. I think that's where the Eternals settled at. Uh, his mother is Susan. His brother is Eros, Star Fox. Um, and Thanos was born with the deviant gene. So while all of his rest of his family, with the exception of Kronos, looks human and looks normal like every other eternal, Thanos is the one again, b- purple skin. As uh, who was it? Uh, <laughs> I can't remember what it is that uh, D- D- Deadpool called it, but uh, the chin, like everything, like Thanos was clearly different. And we'll get into more of the details, but like the story you always hear, and I can't remember the first time they told the, the origin, his origin is he killed his, um, killed his mother when he was younger. Uh, he, when he grew up, eventually came back and slaughtered everybody that was on Titan, except for his brother and his father. Uh, and, and you get the idea that he's, and, and even in, um, when you get the when you when you first they first introduce him in uh, Invincible Iron Man, uh, he has basically a he's leading a basically a crew of mercenaries. He has a fleet of I wouldn't say a crew a fleet of mercenaries. Um, so Jason Aaron's run is a little four I think it's four issues or five issues five, five issues and it came out in two thousand thirteen two thousand thirteen oh wow it's newer than that um and it basically gives you this look into who. Thanos is and what happened in his childhood. And I would highly recommend reading that first 
because it it brings in so many other places. Uh, the other aspect I'll bring into this as well is that, and this is a, the 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 thing that everybody knows because we'll eventually get into Infinity Gauntlet. He has this thing for death, the entity of death. He's always trying to impress the mistress death and wants to prove that he's the only person in the universe that is worthy to be her, um, her suitor. They enter Jason Aaron. And again, if you see Jason Aaron stuff on something, read it. Southern Bastards Thor of the Avengers coming out. If it says Jason Aaron, buy that book. Thank us later. So, I saw somebody when I was putting my list together. They, you know, everybody puts a list together, things like this. And they were complaining about Thanos rising. They say they didn't like it, but terrible. But then I found out what it was. They only read the first two issues. If you're only be the Which first is, two. Go ahead. Even that. Like the, can I just, I know we do this sometimes. The opening line of the first issue. Yeah. Titan, the largest moon of Saturn. Once every solar cycle. A lone visitor comes to this silent, frozen world to walk upon the ashes of the great city where he was born, the utopia he left in ruins. With cosmic fire in his veins and blood and the blood of a million worlds dripping from his fingers, with all of infinity trembling before him, with death as ever his closest companion, Thanos the Destroyer has come home. Like, what the fuck? And so it goes back and it tells you the story of Thanos. From the moment he was born as a child, his mother tried to kill him. She is, uh, she, she's basically told that we have, she, she, he's born, she gets, a, she gets a knife, tries to stab him. We have to kill it. We have to kill it before it grows. Let go of me, Lars, you have to let me kill it. And she tries to kill it and she goes crazy. His mother goes crazy. But then young Thanos is growing up. He looks like a monster. Doesn't play, he t- keeps to himself. Um, but he's, he's basically presented as nonviolent that he's, he, he, he's standoffish. He, he doesn't, he's, he doesn't want to get physical. Uh, he, he doesn't want to, uh, he actually screams at one point. They're, they're going to, uh, they're in a class and they're going to dissect one of the lizards that's native to Titan. He doesn't want to do it. He, he doesn't like, they, they present it as he doesn't like the, 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 the feeling and, and, and to cut another being. But one of the things that, that, that kind of, Jason Aaron kind of shows you how fucked up Thanos is as a child. A group of kids see him and he's off by himself and they come over and they convince him to come with him and play with himself like that. And he drops his little coloring, the, the book he was drawing in. He was drawing a dead, he was drawing the, the, the dark dead carcass of a, uh, a lizard. So it's like you have this thing where Thanos has always had this fascination with death, even if he didn't really understand it. So what you find out in this in this series is so in the in the in the first issue, his friends go out and they're going to go exploring, and he convinces them to come out with him to explore this cave. There's a cave in though, and um, he gets cut off from other kids, and uh, he's surrounded by all these lizards, and he's like he says to them, "It's like three days of digging. I must be getting close. The others, uh, I must be getting close to others. We couldn't possibly have separated for more than this. I just hope they're faring as well as I am." He looks at one of the lizards. It's okay, little one. Doesn't matter how long I'm down here. I promise I won't get hungry enough to eat you. Any of you. Uh, my, but there are a lot of you today, aren't there? Uh, I must be getting close to the surface. So he's, uh, there, he's digging through. He finally gets that. And he gets to, finally gets to near the surface where his friends are. And he finds out they've actually been all eaten by the lizards. 
Um, and it says later, years later, once Thanos had become what he is destined to become, the people of Titan will look back to the death of those children, and they decided that Thanos had murdered them. Again, I thought that too. I was like, oh, wow, he, he's probably making all this up in his head. In those dark caves, they imagined the monster hiding, hiding inside Thanos had first emerged, but they would only be half right. That little girl. Right. He's approached, and throughout this entire issue, he's, he's approached by this little girl who, who, is, who comes up to him and tells him, what you're feeling right now is, is, is not wrong. Because he, he almost, we, uh, there's a lizard around, he almost wants to choke it. It's not wrong, it's only natural. Go away, you don't know about a thing about me. I know if you really love them, you, you let nothing hold you back. And she watches as he goes into the cave, and he slaughters all of the lizards that were down there. The next issue, basically, again, still setting up this, this, this little pass of, of you know, uh, Thanos being a child. And you're seeing him now have these questions about himself. He's probing, trying to find out what is wrong with him. There's something inside of him. He can't figure out what it is. And this is when, this is when the book starts taking a really, really dark turn. You would think that slaughtering kids with, with lizards would be the dark turn. Not even fucking close. Thanos then goes around. He starts kidnapping people. He starts first. He starts experimenting on other anim- on animals. Well, y'all like, remember issue one had him drawing those disgusting things, but he was too scared to do a dissection. Right, right. And now it's a uh, it's a hobby. Now it's a hobby. He's now ki- he now taking animals and dissecting them, uh, experimenting on them while they're still alive. Still, it's not it's not doing anything for him. So eventually, he decides again. This entire time, this little girl is. Egging him on, pushing him on to do these things. Um, he then kidnaps his first real people. Experiments on them. Still isn't, isn't doing anything for him. In, in the centuries between the founding of the City of Eternals on Titan and the birth of the deviant Gene Thanos, there was not a single recorded instance of murder. No crimes of passion, no executions, no acts of war. Among the Eternals of Titan who had known peace for eons, it was said that there did not even exist the concept of murder until the one called Thanos invented it. Motherfucker. It's amazing. He eventually... Because, again, this, this girl keeps telling him, you're looking in the wrong places. You know where you have to look. You know where you need to go. And then there's this, this panel. These tools, Thanos talking to somebody who's looked up to a, in his lab. These tools, I made them these myself. No such instruments had ever existed on Titan before. I imagined them from being, uh, imagined them into being from nothing. It's sky, scaffolds, anything you would see like on a, on a dissecting, like just, he has all these tools. And I become quite good at using them. As you can start to see with the animals first, first the green tailed lizard that infested this world like fleas, then I moved on to big, bigger and bigger fleas. I've killed 17 people. Children mostly, boys and girls both. A couple of my professors as well. I told them I was looking for answers to the secrets of the cosmos, to my destiny, to the mysteries of my own DNA, but that wasn't true. I killed them because I had too much love in my heart and no place to put it. No one to give it to. I killed them because I liked it. Because killing someone is only the time I feel, is the only time I don't feel alone. That, that makes me a monster, doesn't it? You don't have to answer. I know it does. I never asked to be, this, to be born this way. 
this, this wretched thing I am. All I ever wanted was someone to love and someone to love me back. There must be an answer to why this happened and why I am here the way I am. I'm sorry, but, you ha- but I have to know. And there's nowhere, pl- there's, no, there's nowhere else left to look. I'm sorry, mother. But, and it turns to the panel of him literally with his mother strapped up with a knife in his hand while the cutter, cutter open. I'm sorry, mother, but the key to who I am is somewhere inside of you. And once I found it and cut it out, I won't have to be a monster anymore. It's amazing. <laughs> but it doesn't stop there. Again, this is only two issues. We then do a time jump in issue three. And you show a grown-up Thanos now. He's not Maybe, killing. Huh? Yeah, he stopped killing. Kill Stop killing. He started following. He has kids. He's fathered kids. He's, he, he, he's, he's got some, some, another alien woman. He's hops on a pirate ship and he joins a group of pirates, but he never, he never engages in the killing. Goes around, finds another woman, sleeps with another woman. This kind of goes around as he's, 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 um, again, all these kids, you know, asking him, is there a monster in you or is it just me? No matter the planet, no matter what, what alien race he chose to mate, the offspring of Thanos were born healthy and strong. They all look like their mothers. None will remember their father. Goes around, goes around. Then finally, he's pushed too far. The captain of the, of the pirate ship wants to kill him. And Thanos is going to let him. Closes his eyes. But when he opens it, he has a sword in his hand. And he is literally... Not only just... He hasn't just decapitated. I mean, he has literally torn this man apart. And he it's then becomes like spinal column and head. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's happened. He comes back to Titan to visit the grave of his mother. And that little girl that he saw when he was growing up is there. She's all grown up. He's saying that because he's fallen in love with her. And he said, like, I've done all this stuff for you. It's like, I've always known better, knew better than you. She says to them, I've always known, known you better than you know yourself. Isn't that why you're here? Yes, I, I've missed you. Have you now? Then why do you reek of the alien harlots and mewling bastards? Tell me, do you think that makes you a man having sowed your wild oats throughout the outer space? I've seen the far reaches of the cosmos, and yes, I have known the embrace of many women from more, than, from more alien races than I've ever knew existed. I sired offspring with almost all of them. I also swore for murder and tried to live as other men do. I did these things hoping I would find some manner of fulfillment in life. I'm here now to before because before you because I have failed. Because there, is ever, there, there has ever only been one woman that truly understood me, who, f- who filled my heart with fire, won't worry than my pain of living you. What do you think I've been sitting here waiting for you all your time, time for your touch? Yes, I think you need me as much as I need you. I think whatever it is you want, I am the only man in the universe who can give it to you. Care what you wish for, there are many things I want. Be my bride and that you shall have them. If you, if you would ask me to give you my everything first, I need you to do the same. I need you to know you belong to only me. Only to me. Do you understand what that means, Thanos? Thanos doesn't goes. <laughs> and slaughters the, 
one of the mothers of his children and the kids. So if you haven't figured it out by now, that little girl is death. Oh, it's death. It's death. Ugh. But but what makes it better is so as you go through this now 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 Thanos has now fully embraced the idea of of he has to do, do be deaf and everything like that. But this is where I think I think issue four is where where I was like oh shit. In issue four, after because Thanos again we'll go into his power set and everything like that. One thing about Thanos just like Apocalypse, like he's like he's like he's like um Cosmo Apocalypse to me. Because again a lot of a lot of his own personal modifications. A lot of his powers come from things he's done to himself or things he's acquired. He's into science and all this other stuff. So again, he has his big pirate fleet now. And one thing you quickly find out is uh, nobody sees death but him. Right. Death isn't there. You can, you can, have the, you can even have the argument that Death is never there. Like, we do know that the entity of death, the mistress of death, is a, an entity in the Marvel Universe. But I think this is where, basically what Jason Aaron's story tells you is, because eventually he goes back to Titan, he slaughters all the people on Titan. Like, it is, it is, this is a brutal book. And what it tells you, you get why he's called, because one of the nicknames for, for Thanos is the Mad Titan. And you find out the reason why they call him the Mad Titan is, when he's talking to death, nobody else sees death. He's talking to himself. And so everybody is, even the people on his ship are fucking terrified of him. They think he's crazy. Because he, he might be crazy. Because they, because he's talking to himself. And it's, it, yeah. Like there's that, that one point where I see it. He's like, take, he's like, take her away, lock her in the darkest, coldest cell you can find. Maybe then she'll warm to my touch. Don't just stand there. You heard my order. All due respect, ca- my captain. Her who? Why can't they see you? What have you done to them? Oh, Thanos, if you don't want to be treated like a child, you should really stop acting like one. You know why they can't see me. Because no one can see me. No one has ever. But no one but you. Oh, oh but my men, they, oh, they think you're quite mad. They see you arguing with thin air sometimes, dragging rotten corpses into your bedchambers, only to sob and beg them to touch you. Because that's the other thing, too. At one point, um, he's slaughtering one world, and this, one of the surviving guys goes, why are you doing this? Tell him to stop. He's like, go, well, go ask her when, when, when I can stop. He goes into, into the room, and there's just a, a corpse laying on the bed. And he runs out, and he's like, you know, you're like, what the fuck is that about? It, you find out that Thanos is dragging dead corpses around into his bed, begging for them to touch him. Like, he's insane. <laughs> Thanos Rising is good, like, guys. Like, I, 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 I say lead with Thanos Rising because it gives you the insight into who Thanos is. Uh, now we can, get, we can get back on the track and to get into the chronological order. So... The next thing he does, the end of issue four, he does the thing he's most famous for. Slaughtering Titan. He kills his entire own world. Yes. It's been depicted lots of places. I do enjoy the depiction. Enjoy. I, I think it's a good depiction in Thanos Rising. Mm-hmm. Because all the while we're getting the story of Thanos emerging, also, you've got the story of Mentor trying to be convinced by his father to go find his son. 
Well, the other thing you got to yeah. do this. The other thing too you got to realize is the Eternals are for the most part peaceful, and they don't have they they cannot defend they themselves against. They have a word for war right. for for, for <laughs> murder, right? Until Thanos invented it. Yes, it it is it is a truly so so when you get that background on Thanos, so then when you when let's come back into the order of 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 when his first appearance. So I think his first appearance is. Is, is, again, Invincible Iron Man uh, 55, and then you get into uh, Captain, Captain Marvel stuff, some Avenger stuff, and I think this first run of Thanos, of Thanos there is he's trying to get the, the Cosmic Cube. And unlike in the movies, uh, the Cosmic Cube is not an Infinity Stone. Right. Um, but yes, he's trying to get a hold of uh, the uh, cosmic. Uh, let's see what I have here. Um, and it eventually gets a cube and makes him an uh, omnipotent. It makes him a god. Prisons Chronos. Um, and again, it deals with the the Captain Marvel. Uh, not Carol Danvers. Uh, actually, what is um Captain Marvel's uh, other name? Miss Marvel. No, 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 no. Actual male Captain Marvel. 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 Yeah, sorry. Um, and uh, they eventually defeat Thanos by destroying the cube. Um, the second Thanos return stuff involves Adam Warlock. And let's see, when's this? The Warlock stuff starts. Let's see. I guess Strange Tales one seventy eight, I believe, is the, and they get into some of the stuff from Warlock. Um, it, so here's the, the, the thing about the, the Thanos stuff. <laughs> so the Adam Warlock stuff is really weird because what ends up happening, War, Adam Warlock teams up with Thanos to defeat this, uh, person, Magus, who you then find out is actually a future version, version of Adam Warlock that's been corrupted by the soul stone, the soul gym, which is, uh, Actually implanted in. It's important we call the word Jim. Yes, Jim. The words will change through the telling of this story. Yeah, they will. Let's start with Jim. Yeah, the Soul Jim, uh, which is actually he basically has the um, I'm calling it the vision where it's the Soul Jim is in his forehead. Well, didn't have the Soul Jim, but um, yeah, which just that's not good. So, in order and and in using that Jim. Adam Warlock is able to steal the souls of others. And so he's, again, teams up with, with Thanos to, uh, hap, to, 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 to bring down Magus. And, and what he does in order to do this, he goes forward into the, a few months into the future and then steals his own soul so that he can't, um, he can't become that version of Magus, right? Right. The reason why this is, it, it sounds confusing, but when you read it, it makes sense because then you're reading this in Thanos Returns and then in the middle of the fight, you see another Adam Warlock show up and capture the other one like, oh shit, it was this moment. Right. Because he doesn't know when he was going to do it. And you see it in the middle of this, this fight. Um, and uh, yeah. And, and, and what happens is he steals his own soul and he traps it in the soul gym itself. And all this will become important when we, when we hit an Infinity Gauntlet. Because it basically sets right. up for where all that stuff is. Um, another another person that um, <clears throat> falls in here, they get introduced as Drax. 
Drax is introduced in Captain Marvel 32. I want to say that is part of the first uh, first run of of uh, of of Thanos appearances. Is it Thanos Quest? No, no, this is before. This is, uh, this is still in the first. Uh, this is from the first stuff. So it's still okay. Captain. Yeah, because Drax is Drax is around during the first stuff and in Thanos Returns. Um, the thing about Drax is he was, was Arthur Arthur Davis, Arthur Douglas, Arthur Douglas, uh, which is a regular human gets killed uh, when Thanos ship shows up, and I think it's is it Kronos or is it Mentor? I believe it's Mentor. Mentor, oh, Mentor, and Kronos they come together. Yeah, come together and they basically make him a vengeance, a person of a, a creature of vengeance who's going to. Whose sole purpose is to stop Thanos, and he just and and he comes Drax the Destroyer. His daughter actually survives and becomes Moon Dragon. We'll leave that alone for now. It, it gets very again. It's and this is all very very confusing. We're trying to set this up because you don't really need to read all this stuff because yeah. for the most part, all this stuff gets covered when you get into more of the um, when you basically get into the lead up of Thanos Thanos quest. Most of the stuff is covered then. All you kind of need to know. It's who the players are. You have... Who's on the board? Who's on the board? And so what we have here is uh, Captain Marvel dies. Is out. Uh, Adam Warlock, Gamora, and the Troll Pip are all technically die, and they all end up in the Soul Gym. Uh, The first time we see any of the... First thing to become the Infinity Gems, I want to say is in Thanos Quest. So, yeah, that's the first time they're referred to as such, yes. Right. Up to this point, there have been six gems. They've all been referred to as soul gems. Right. All, every gem. Um, doesn't matter what they are. All of them are soul gems. Right. So for the first time in Thanos Quest, they're referred to as the infinity gems. Right. So before we even get to Thanos Quest, there's one thing I do want to get. Uh, let's deal with the Silver Surfer stuff in, in 30, 34 through 32, 38. The first run of Silver, Silver Surfer. It's, I, I call this a precursor to Infinity Gauntlet and... Infinity Quest, and it's basically when death, because uh, throughout all this stuff, eventually Thanos is killed by I think Drax. Drax eventually fills his mission, kills kills Thanos. Death resurrects Thanos. And what I love about this is I I think this is because again this is not a spoiler. They they've told us the Russos came out and said that you know Thanos in the MCU is not motivated by a love for death. And the motivation really ties into, if you really want to find out what it is, is really read. Uh, they're, they're really pulling from the other aspect of this because everybody goes into Infinity Gauntlet thinking that Thanos is always about, he, he killed half the universe just to impress death. Um, but there was another mission for him that, that death had. And, and it was more of a practical one. And, and it really comes forward in him spelling it out in the Silver Surfer stuff. And it's basically that, you know, the universe can't handle all the people that is, he's getting overpopulated. Yeah. That was the great imbalance. It's like, um, uh, it's like, uh, perhaps you're going to explain about the great imbalance. Death's menu spoke of that. Well, yes, they should. For it is the most dire threat to the universe has ever faced. In many ways, it is a metaphysical danger. But one strangely more easily illustrated than explained. And he takes a uh, Silver Surfer around to him in the universe to kind of explain to him that, listen, um, 
we have to we have to basically be a purging fire that makes the universe better. He takes takes he takes the silver server to this universe to the, this one planet with these small creatures on it. He's like they're living fine now and they know no war, but soon in about fifty years they'll their their planet will be overpopulated. And there will be civil war. There'll be all this stuff. It was like we can fix it by killing half of them. Mm-hmm. And he and the server's like, no, this is fucking crazy. You can't do that shit. He's like, well, <laughs> he's like, well, you're right. He's like, and normally when you go around and, and you fly around with your your board, your cosmic power kills off any bacteria. But see, we teleported here, so we already did it. The bacteria you brought with you is infecting the planet. And half of the population has died already. Now, if you hurry back, you can try to you can save the other half. And this is where you see that Thanos is not just insane, but he's strategic. That's the thing I don't think a lot of people would deal with. Is like Thanos is very, very fucking smart too. And, oh yeah, that's, and, and that's one of the things that I thought was highlighted well in Thanos Rising is that he's a scientist. Yes, he's a scientist. That's how we talk about power sets. The way he's so able to augment and change and enhance his powers is because he's building things all the time. He built concussive force blasts. He built he I think he gave himself telepathy. Like yeah. he has a, a plethora of powers that basically boil down to your worst fucking nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. His his power it, again, one time in Thanos right, he's literally touching his concussive bat blast. That's how I think four opens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is uh, you know, it just he has bionic amplification, mysticism, power bestowed on him. But, but you know, it's just all the stuff he's he's kind of pretty much added to himself. So then you get into, I, I think the next one is Thanos Quest. Again, you're still right before we get into the, the big Infinity Gauntlet. Now, I think this is stuff that if you really want to get into Infinity Gauntlet, that's great. Because Infinity Gauntlet, you can, and we did we did a comic book club on the Infinity Gauntlet. And you can just jump right into Infinity Gauntlet. And they kind of recap what happened. But Infinity Quest is basically... All right, death has resurrected Thanos. And Thanos is like, all right, cool. He has another plan, too. He wants to be her equal. So he needs to find a way to get that power and be the equal. So he convinces her to let him go out here and get what we now call the Six Infinity Gem. And uh, let's just go through what the Infinity Gems are right now. Let's do the original ones because they have changed. Uh, legacy. Okay, so what? So I have the original ones of this one: soul gem, power, time, reality, space, and mind. I, I thought you meant the colors. Oh no, no, yeah, I'm going with the original colors. So soul gem is green, uh, power is red, time is orange, space is purple, reality is yellow, mind is blue. Those are different from I think legacy, and they're also different from uh, what the movies are doing as well. Movies are in, t- in line with legacy. Yeah. So. But we're just going off of the original, the original ones. Um, and so what happens, and again, showcasing how smart Thanos is, each of the, soul, each of the Infinity Gems at this point is in, is, is in the possession of an elder of the cosmos. <laughs> and Thanos they thought, goes... They thought it was safe. Because they should have been. And Thanos goes and systematically takes them and defeats each one of them. And it's it, Thanos Quest is only two issues, but I find it 
I actually find it even more impressive than, and not even find it. It is definitely more impressive than Infinity Gone. Hmm. Because what you get here is, what you find is that not only did the Thanos come together to, to get the, the gems, he knows how to use them when the elders don't. So yeah. they haven't figured out how to use the gem. So he takes their first gem. The first gem uh, he takes from the in-betweener. Who is trapped uh, by chaos and, and um, chaos and order. And the first thing he does is he gets the, the soul gem by just trading. It's like, I can get you out of here. You give me the soul gem. Easy trade, and in between, her tries to uh, uh, tries to betray uh, Thanos, and it doesn't fucking work. Look, people keep thinking we're going to drop on Thanos, and it doesn't. This is going to be a recurring theme: is it doesn't work? It just flat out doesn't work. Like you're probably going to die. Like here's the thing: we talk, we laugh about the the the, the prep time thing with Batman. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying, uh, Thanos and prep time is actually. Uh, yeah. Thanos don't need no fucking prep time. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so the in-betweener tries to to betray uh, Thanos, and, and he's just like, he, his powers don't work. He's like, this is a nexus of reality and existence where chaos and order bond. Within the plane, there is no dichotomies where your unique powers need, need, need uh, where your unique powers need in order to, to function. Again, he's the in-betweener. So it's like, yeah, he can't work here. Because the Lord's chaos and order are gentle wardens, they allowed you the luxury to make your imprisonment more tolerable. But I doubt they'll indulge you so ever again. You see, that's why they imprisoned you within the prison of this existence. Even they weren't certain you wouldn't escape their mystical cage. So now Thanos has one of the gems. It's a soul gem. Now he goes. He takes on Champion. An elder of the Champion has the power gem. And it's great. He just he takes on, you know, he knows that he he knows that he can he he basically gets to rise out of the champion to destroy the planet they're on. <laughs> and Thanos is like, no, I survived. He's like, I've I've won. But he and he has his chair, so he's like. Well, I'll leave you out here floating in space. So the champion ends up trading his soul gem with Thanos as long as Thanos drops him off to the next planet. So Thanos says, okay, cool. Problem is he doesn't drop him off on the planet's surface. It's like I, I, I told you I would take you to the nearest planet. I have. He's left him there. So then he's off to get the third gym. Like this is gonna be a recurring theme. He and, and what happens is he uses the once he gets getting one gym, he then starts using the powers of the other gems to defeat because again, none of them none of the elders, while they have the, the, the gems, they don't really understand how to use the gems. So uh he's taken on the elder uh the gardener. Who has the time gem? Mm-hmm. He says, "Poor gardener, you have no idea what rests on your brow." 
The Infinity Gems come from before all recorded time. I believe they might even be the cornerstones of all reality, and with them all facets of actual reality can be controlled. Warlock's Gem is the key to the souls of all the sentient beings. Champion's Jewel backs all the other infinite gems, uh, all the gems with infinite power. It is the foundation of the galactic dynasty I envision. Your gem will give me the gift of time. You didn't consciously realize that was your jewel secret property. With it, the streams of time can be reconstructed as easily as a child builds a sandcastle. Only your subconscious barely perceived the gem's potential. That was how you created your wonders garden. Your plants grew so rapidly because you raced them through their growth cycles and then bloomed eternally because you froze them in the moment that they reached the zenith of their beauty. Botanical splendor never before achieved. Unfortunately, without the gem's aid, the, the garden's beauty won't last. For that, I am truly sorry, and I hope that you will understand my regret, even though you can no longer hear me. I use, and, you, and then they go back to the panel, and they should see that the gardener now has all these, these, these vines growing out of him, and he's dead. I use the gem of the power to augment your jewel's plant-growing abilities to levels you never dreamed of, levels beyond your control. I immediately feel, feel a certain amount of shame in turning your greatest gift into the instrument of your destruction. Thanos now has three gems. Again, we won't, I won't like go to the... He just beats you, he talks about it, and then he beats you in a way that makes you feel dumb. I... It is truly, like, you go through, like I said, I love Thanos Quest, because not only does it go through, and it shows you... Thanos Quest is good for two reasons for this character corner. It, it one, shows you how smart and devious Thanos is. It, like, it's just... You get that, 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 that great panel of him just sitting on his chair, leaning forward, going... For I am Thanos. Just so great. But it also gives you the idea of what the powers of each of the gems can do. And what they can do in the hands of somebody who actually... Because again, at this point, people have had the, the soul gems before, but they've never known what the actual powers can do. Thanos is the first one to truly understand what each gem can do. And then you can understand the the insane how insane it could be if you use them all together as one and then we end up in infinity gauntlet and that's what we get it's when you get him uh, thanos having all six gems he's already got them and he's decided that he's going to snap his finger and impress uh death by killing half the universe which is what she wanted to bring in a, a, a balance but also, Thanos is miscalculated because now he has made, he's basically made her, Death, his slave because now he is more powerful than Death. Uh, again, we won't go too much into Infinity Gauntlet. Again, just become a premium and listen to our, our, our Infinity Gauntlet stuff. Uh, again, you also find out that the only thing that beats Thanos is Thanos. Yo, like, we had the Cubans' first appearance. He just gives it up. Yeah. Yeah. What, what beats him in Infinity Gauntlet is he literally beats everybody, even the cosmic entities. He, be, he beats Eternity and becomes the new Eternity. But because of that, he, he leaves the shell of his body and Nebula picks up his body. Which, by the way, you also, I, I think that's in Thanos' quest. I think It's either in Thanos' quest. I think it's in Thanos' quest. Where they re- it's somewhere in there where they reveal what happened with um, where he, he literally burns uh, Nebula. Because Nebula is claiming to be his, I think his his god his granddaughter, mm. and he doesn't believe it, and so he, um, he basically fries her. <laughs> he, he Shouldn't lie. Yeah. 
He does. It's when, it, it, you know what? It's the issues where he takes down Silver Surfer. So, but yeah, it's yeah, it's bad. Yeah, you don't, you don't, don't, don't lie on, don't lie on your uh, birthright when it comes to Thanos. It's not good. Um, so after Infinity Gauntlet, I mean, he's there a little bit. Like he uh, gives it up for a little bit. Gives uh, after he's defeated, kind of gives up being Thanos, but that doesn't last long. Um, <laughs> there's Infinity War. There's some stuff there. There's Secret Defenders. There's some stuff there. I, I started reading the Cosmic Power stuff where he's literally just going around trying to find someone worthy enough to fight. Because he's bored. He's just bored. He gets bored. He's bored. It's honestly, like they made him a god twice, and it's kind of like, well, what's your follow back? Then you kind of got to shrug. It's like, it's a tough one. Right, right. Because he is a god. I mean, really. Um, what else is there? There is uh, Annihilation. Okay, I'm talking about Annihilation. Okay. So Annihilation is one of my favorite. It's the thing that got me into Cosmic Marvel. And the entire kind of idea behind the series is that um, Annihilus has come from the negative zone and is taking over positive space. And Thanos ends up joining forces with him. And people, like, so a lot of the stories told from the front line of the war because the, the Annihilation wave is a bunch of bugs. There's no, like, there's no compelling discourse on the villain side. What happens is it turns into Annihilation, turns into just a series of war books where the characters are fighting this unstoppable wave of, of evil. Like, Chris, you've got to read it, man. You've got to read it. You know, I've, I've read, I, need to, I need to go and start from the beginning, but I've, I've, we've covered parts of the Annihilation War, and you're right. It is a war book. It's just a war book. Like, Nova's in, Nova doesn't have his Nova's the last Nova alive. Like, he's got the entire Nova force. He's got, um, like, he's wearing, like, fatigues and shit because they're at war. So, during this, Thanos sides with Annihilus. And, and, and so, during the war books, there's all this, like, chatter and debate. Like, why would Thanos go? Are you sure he's actually there? The Mad Titan, of course he sided with him. And later on, when Moondragon, Drax's daughter, who we mentioned earlier, gets kidnapped, she asked him flat out why. He said, I was tired of watching life happen. I want to see how things changing would play out. Again. He's a scientist. That and he's bored. He's just fucking bored. <laughs> and so he helps. So he ends up helping Annihilus capture Galactus and the Silver Surfer and powers their forces with the power cosmic. The, the universe is very much on the precipice of falling. Earth's having civil war, which results in the great Richard Ryder, uh, Tony Stark scene, which is still one of I can't wait to do Richard Ryder, so I can just talk about that one panel where he just slams Tony Stark for civil war. Oh, it's beautiful. So, <laughs> once Moondragon reads Annihilus's mind, because what he thought was Annihilus is going to take over the universe and he'll see what happens next. She reads the hive mind and realizes that Annihilus just wants to destroy it all. So, Thanos decides to release Galactus. As he's about to release Galactus to save the universe, Drax arrives. Now, this reincarnation of Drax gets stronger the closer he gets to Thanos. This is important. Because while Thanos is winning the fight, he eventually turns his back. And then Drax rips out Thanos' heart. Kills him. Yep. His spirit is seen alongside death. 
watching Nova kill a nihilist to end the to end the war. Spoilers on the comic that's like fifteen years old. And then he's brought back. Phantom Paradise. My God. Yeah. Look, that's the, that's what this is with the canter the canterverse and stuff like that, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, I've read that. So death brings him back because she's kind of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, like, let's be really real here. Death's kind of a bitch, right? It's yeah, God. She resurrects him and makes him essentially unkillable. She traps him in this canterverse. In the canterverse, so if you've, we should probably actually one day do this. The death of Captain Marvel. We always kind of allude to it's very much a turning point in Marvel comics. It's the one death that will never be undone because Captain Marvel did not die in the field of battle. He did not die in a glorious sacrifice defending the world. He died of cancer. Mm-hmm. He died of cancer in an oversized graphic novel. And it's the one death they'll never undo. Ever. They'll tease it. They brought him back with Secret Invasion. It was a fucking scroll. They brought him back. Uh, they teased it with Generations. It was time travel. They will never bring back Marvel. And they shouldn't. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful book. And yeah, it's it's it, it's really it's a moving book. And so in this universe, in this cancerverse, if you will, life won. What does it mean? They use mystic deep science and mystic powers to cure the cancer from Marvel. But because that happened, the entity known as Death in that universe died. And so now you can't die in the cancer universe. And so what ends up happening in Thanos Imperative is they literally, they're, they're trying to get Thanos into the cancer universe to basically bring back death. Because, to put it, to put it bluntly, Thanos is death. Whether you believe in the entity, like, you can then start making a good, a good argument whether Thanos, the entity of death is real or is just a manifestation of Thanos. It's just his particular flavor of crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that was a great scene because they the the guardians think that is you know, guardians the guardians of the galaxy get him there and they think that Thanos has betrayed them because he literally turns over to the cancerverse version of Marvel and it's like, you know, just 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 kill me, you know, I'll do whatever you need me to do, just kill me. And when Marvel doesn't realize that's like all part of the plan, because right. killing Thanos is all brings him closer to death, which brings death back. Which then wins the fucking day. <laughs> and then death leaves and goes back to our universe. And then the cancerverse collapses. With Nova and Richard Ryder. Nova, Richard Ryder, Star-Lord, and Thanos trapped inside. Well, they, they had to keep him there because... because oh yeah, uh, they had to close the door. Because Thanos... Because uh, death left him again and Thanos was not happy. Kind of a bitch, right? <laughs> just like you, she could save so much of the stuff. Just stop! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just... So, Thanos, Thanos gets trapped in the Cancerverse, and eventually comes back. It'll be explained later because he just comes back. And I love that that that's what Marvel did. They're like, we'll tell it later. We'll tell it later. Did you ever read those Guardians issues? No. Okay, so what happened was. They essentially just trap. They're, they're trapped there, and they and they can't die, but they can hurt each other. And Richard Ryder eventually powers a cosmic cube to get Peter Quill home. 
And Thanos hitches a ride. Of course Thanos does. And he's brought back, and this is kind of when his return coincided with a prominence in the movies. So they had him come back in that book, Avengers Assemble. I didn't love that book. Mm-hmm. It was kind of it was the movie, it was obvious, it was the obvious movie tie-in. It was a fine depiction of Thanos. But I didn't love it. Then get to Infinity. The Infinity and New Avenger stuff that we covered, yes. My God. So again, remember what I said, you know, and they, they covered this a little bit in Thanos Rising, but Thanos was going around fathering a bunch of kids. Well, Find out Thanos is in Infinity. Thanos is trying to find his half inhuman, half eternal son, Thane. And we've covered a little bit of this before, but um, so Infinity also gives us the first uh appearance of the Black Order, the Cull Obsidian, uh, <laughs> uh, as uh, Corvus says, and it's Corvus Glaive, Ebony Maw, Proxima Midnight, Black Dwarf. And Super Giant. Super Giant's the one that's not in the film. They decided not. And they changed Black Dwarf's name to Cold City. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I liked how I like how Corvus said that, you know, they called us the, the Black uh the Black Order. We call ourselves the Black Order. Uh Thanos calls us the Cold Obsidian, but we felt basically really we felt it was too on the nose. <laughs> it, it might and it it was it was <laughs> because of what we do, we do bring death. And um yeah, uh, and these are the most loyal of of servants to Thanos, and uh, they are not afraid of death. Just like Thanos welcomes death, the Black Order welcomes death. Um, let's see. Uh, Black Dwarf is basically super super strong strength, uh, and impenetrable skin. Uh, Corvus. Is Thanos' most favorite general? Uh, has uh, enhanced speed, strength, and has a uh, his blade can cut through anything. Uh, and when he's in his, in his hand, he's basically immortal. Uh, Ebony Maw, genius level intelligence, and specializes in persuasion. You get that uh, great stuff with him. Uh, Ebony Maw basically uh, in a duel with uh, Doctor Strange and wins. Uh, Proxima Midnight, uh, Corvus, uh, Corvus's wife, master hand-to-hand combat, super strength, uh, and her, uh, lance transport, uh, transformed unavoidable, uh, transformed light beams, toxic light beams, and then super giant, uh, member of the Black Order with telepathic abilities, is the one that, that controlled the bomb in Wakanda, uh, during Infinity, and, um, this is where you get, uh, Corvus has the, the, my, my favorite line, when uh, they go to ask for a tribute. And the tribute they were asking, because, um, again, Thanos was going around trying to find all of his children. I think he was trying to find all of them, not just... Was he just yeah, trying he, to was find... killing, he was killing all the uh, oldest males on every planet. Right, basically. Okay. And he was going and asking for a tribute, and the tribute was their heads. It was, it, they gave, the, the, the Black Order would give them a choice. You give us the heads of all your eldest children, or Thanos comes 
and destroys a planet. All or some. That is a choice. Comes to, um, they find out that, that, that Black Bolt knows where Thanos' son is. So they come to Adeline and uh, he confronts, Corvus com- confronts the queen and the king in the court. And basically demands that they do this and that they, that they, they, they basically bow the knee, if you will. And, and Medusa threatens, he threatens Corvus and he basically says, do you, oh, let me see if I can find the exact line. Cause it's do you just, thre- do you threaten a child with candy? Right. I wonder, which is like a wonder for you, Corvus Glaive. People have come before the throne before with demands. Many times it has cost them their lives. I wonder when you correct your children, do you threaten them with candy if they misbehave? Excuse me? You cannot threaten someone with what they want. Show this queen how much we fear death. And his entire guard pulls out their knives and slits their own throats. Because they don't fuck around. I am one of the five. I do not frighten. Yes, you could attempt to kill me. But success would only mean another would follow with the same demands. My master will get whatever he desires. And what is that? A tribute. <laughs> <laughs> like, these motherfuckers are scary as shit. Uh, now, granted, the, um, the, in, 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 in this, and again, we've covered this while uh, Black Bolt and Maximus, they detonate a Terrigen bomb. This is where you get the Terrigen cloud. That fills Earth and um, Thane, who is half inhuman, turns. He was a healer. Uh, he turns and literally burns down half the village when he when he turns. He has become death. Mm-hmm. He is his. He is his father's son. Yeah. He is his father's son. Um, so, uh, long story short, uh, they, uh, end up, um, Thane, Thane ends up transforming his father, uh, getting his father stuck in, 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 uh, the living death. What I found interesting is I didn't know that he was stuck in the same position he was stuck in, in that first, um, when, when Adam Warlock does it to him and Thanos returns. Yeah. It's the exact same, yeah, yeah. Exact same pose. I thought that was a nice little thing there. Um. He's eventually freed, I believe. Who is he? Who free? he freed? Is it Maximus? Namor. Namor. Namor, Namor frees, frees Thanos uh, to form the Cabal during uh, Time Runs Out. If you, if you haven't read the Time Runs Out run, I'm not going to sing its praise right now. Just go read it. Yeah. Just go read right. that entire Hickman stuff, the, the new Avenger stuff. Gets all in there. Um, and then we get into Secret Wars. Which, uh, you could read, the, there is that Infinity Gauntlet book. Eh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't really, I mean, it doesn't really do anything. It just, it, you get a Thanos versus Thanos stuff. Uh, you did get but a Thanos. But Secret Wars is cool because our Thanos survives. They steal the, uh, the, the life raft plans from our Reed, and they build a life raft that survives. And he comes through and, and, and helps fight Doom, and, and finally faces Doom, and um, it's his spine removed. Yeah, that it is. It is like a. He's the one who talks Ben Grimm and is standing up and fighting Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
he talks he talks a lot of big shit and gets his spine removed by by Doom. Like again, Secret Wars is a fucking amazing. Um Okay, after Secret Wars, I want to say something. I missed the ultimate spot. Go ahead. There are two ways you can read the recreation of the eighth version of Secret Wars. The first is what you read in Secret Wars. It's very literal. Literally, Malkin gave Reed Richards the keys. If you've read Silver Surfer, you know this world was put back together by Norn Rad and Don Greenwood. And Chris, I need you to read it, man. It's the most meta, beautiful, like sad, wonderful book you ever read. It's the most romantic thing I've ever read. And I cry once a year when I read Spider-Man Blue. It's wonderful. But in creating the new universe, it left someone outside of the universe. Thanos. I mean, if you're going to create a universe, and you can really create a universe you want and kind of leave something out, why you leave the Thanos out? And that's what Surfer did. <laughs> like it's never explicitly said, but to, when they're re, when when they're given the chance to recreate the new universe, they do it from Dawn and Surfer's remember, remembrances of the world, and they make edits. <laughs> and it seems like Thanos hit the cutting room floor, if you will. I mean, again, why would you ask him in? But he eventually. In this space between spaces, finds a new love, a new mistress. Nothing. Which the makes it an outside time to try to fix it. And Thanos used the portal back to come back to our multiverse because he hates us. It's bad. I mean, he comes he back. Real bad. He comes back. He comes. He comes back. Tries to go to the cosmic cube. Kills Rhodey. Um. Uh. What is it? Who was uh? He get. He eventually gets captured by the Ultimates. Who's in the Selby side? Oh God. Um, Connor Sims. Connor Sims convinces Connor Sims to blow the play. Like Thanos is. Just, it's just all bad. All bad. All bad. He escapes during Civil War Two. And then he gets apprehended by the Nova Corps. He gets free when he's being transported back to the kiln. And then we enter in the most recent Thanos series, which lasted 18 issues. The annual drop today. And it's wonderful. It's Lemire and then Kate Kate took over with the Thanos win stuff. And folks, read read Thanos. (laughs) I don't. I don't want to spoil it. Like I really, I, so, so I we, want to like touch some things because they bring back Thane and they bring back people seeing death. And okay, so at one point, Thanos is thrown into a pit. A pit's supposed to test you as a man. It's supposed to see who you're supposed to be. If you don't know who you are, you can be lost there forever. Thanos is sent, and he's psychically um, presented a world where he's not just good. He's an adventurer. He's the greatest adventurer. He's helping everyone. And at one point, he realizes it's not real. And he turns to the manifestation. It's the Falcon, but it's actually one of the people put in there. He said, this is the best you got? This is your test? Will I turn down the ability to be a hero? I know who the fuck I am. I'm Thanos, <laughs> the killer of worlds. Get me out of here and get my power back. And he gets his power back. And 
they do a really good job of establishing what his power is because he fights the phoenix. God. He fights a thane powered phoenix. Uh, I'm sorry, a phoenix powered thane. And he whips his ass. Like. Oh, it's so good. It's a great series. Whip- and then, like he said, the last arc is called Thanos Wins. And Thanos is sent to the future to meet with the only person left, old Thanos. And what happens from there is awesome. He fights awesome. A, a, a oh god yeah the Silver Surfer fight the everything in that series Cosmic Ghostwriter yes Cosmic Ghostwriting Frank Castle <laughs> if it sounds fucking crazy it's because it is oh my god um so here's the thing because like I said it's we skipped a lot over over, over a lot of stuff but it, it's usually because honestly at this point Thanos that's what Thanos is Thanos has become a force of nature. And and I think that's the other thing too. It's like some of the reaching stuff, like so the Thanos Rising and this new Thanos book really shows you like the thing that's so great about the Thanos book at the beginning is you you it's Thanos is dying. You find this out after the end of the first issue. Um and so he's losing his power. And you find out again, because death is a bitch. Death is death's doing. <laughs> um but then you also see how much the universe the cosmic universe fears Thanos. No, he's dying and he fights the Imperial Guard to a standstill. Right. <laughs> like, he is not, he's like, I'm on my last legs, but these legs will go through you. <laughs> like, when he escapes, when he escapes, it's just like. I was waiting for when you get too comfortable and come to boast over your, over, over your capture. Kills the warden and then has to fight this entire way out of the prison. Sighs and puts on his helmet. He's like, "Let's do it, then." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? So yeah, the Thanos wins thing. It's great. And if if you read, did you read this week's uh, annual? No, I haven't read the annual yet. So hold on, I want to give me one second here. I want to pull it up because there, it's 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 stories about Thanos told via the Cosmic Ghostwriter. So he's your narrator. Um, and it's a good framing device. And if you read the story, it all, make, it all makes sense. But it opens with him talking about how people talk about Thanos. And it's something that, like you said, we're shown throughout the book. We're shown kind of how other people, the fear the universe has of Thanos. And the idea that Thanos dying doesn't even compute with a lot of people. It's like, what do you mean he's dying? It's, that's like there's no more blue. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's, it's Thanos can't be stopped. And let's be real, from what we've read and talked about tonight, Thanos can't really be stopped, Chris. Because when he does, he always comes back. Yo, like, death fucked with him just to, like, you know you love me. Like, that's the entire first arc of this book is, you know you love me. And then and then Thanos basically going, like, I don't need you. <laughs> Thanos finally puts his foot down. Yo, and, and that's what makes it scarier. Because then that's the other thing. So when the Thanos win stuff, you know, like he finds his older self pathetic. <laughs> oh, he's disgusted with it. He's disgusted so, with his older so self. So in the annual that came out today, the first page is kind of Frank, is, is, is the Cosmic Ghost Rider explaining what's going on. And he says, I got a little joke and it goes like this. What's the difference between a fairy tale and a Thanos story? A fairy tale starts with Once Upon a Time. Thanos stories, be all, they all begin with, Man, you ain't never gonna believe this shit. 
I'm not gonna lie. It, 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 am I the only one before they revealed it was Frank Castle? Thought it was dead. Thought it was Wade Wilson. Oh, because if prior to Secret Wars, he had actually cursed Wade with eternal life. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the red hair. They wanted us to think it was Deadpool. Yeah, because the other thing we 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 covered that in our Deadpool stuff. It was I think there was a we did cover the Thanos and because at one point doesn't Death like start Death starts hanging out with the with, Deadpool with, with Deadpool and Thanos is pissed. He doesn't take it well. He does not take it well. It's like well, I mean, you see, see the woman you 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 love and been hanging out with, and all of a sudden she's hanging around with that guy. That guy, that's the guy you want to hang out with. That's the guy you're dating now. That's your new boyfriend. Yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I, I here's the thing: lovesick Thanos was frightening. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, I respect myself. I respect my. I don't need you anymore. Thanos is truly fucking. Is a fucking terror. Yeah, yeah, it's a fucking terror. Like his brother, Eros, at one point in that Thanos series, uh, Eros and is it Gamora? I think helps him too. No, no, Nebula, Nebula. Nebula. They all help him get his power back because Thane is oh, well, fucking crazy. You know, it's, it's like yeah, he, he, Thane's lost it. He's fucking crazy. So they help they help Thanos get his power back, and and they know that he's going to betray them. <laughs> and he does it to arrows, and he's just like, "Come on!" And Thanos is basically like, "Come on, you knew this was going to happen. Come on, did you did you really think that this? Come on, think I'm, I'm I don't need your help. <laughs> you see, uh, so good. Like Thanos is is great. Um, yeah, and um. I'll say that I think the version we get in the MCU is done justice. Done really, really well. And I think people are really going to enjoy it. So I hate you so much for like doing putting that in here. Ah, come on, man. I try to be as respectful as possible, man. I'm really excited to record our spoiler review as soon as after I see it. I'm going to see it in about in 24 hours. I'll be an hour and a half into the movie. So, so can I make a suggestion that you schedule to try to see it again one more time? Before we record, how I don't when know. Recording, Sunday, we're recording Sunday. The reason I why I'm do. saying that is because nigga is so much in this movie. There's right. so much. So I'm just saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna burn my one question for you after we get off the podcast. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. So there there you go. That's Thanos. Um. I think the next thing we have on the list because we got Deadpool coming up, so we're gonna do Cable. Cable and the rest of the fa- uh, uh, the the Summers family uh, family tree. I, I actually there is other other thing too. I'm I'm having um I got a, one of the first of probably several of uh, interviews with some people that were affected by FanCon talking about their work. So that's gonna come off off on the character corner feed as well. Uh, it's gonna we're gonna have that as a, a, a care um creator spotlight. So I'll have that as well. That'll probably be the next thing that comes out in the feed. Then in a couple of weeks we'll have uh, Cable in the uh, the um, rest of the summer's Bloodline, and I think so. So do so. Are we gonna do Hank Pym or no? I have no desire. I mean, we okay. Can. No, 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 no. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. So that means we're gonna start putting together some of these um, uh, mini uh, character corner slash comic book book clubs that we we promised people we would do. We'll come up with a list of what we're gonna do, and uh, by the time we do cable, we'll let you guys know um, 
what stuff Deepom and I are going to be talking about on the next one after that. We'll, we'll come up with a little mini schedule. So I'm, I'm actually almost content with us coming into, you know, the summertime and the con season. I know you're going to have some stuff going on. I'm almost content with us not doing another big character until the end of the summer. We'll do a bunch of these small little, um, small little things. I think, I think it'll help us get more, um, more, uh, we can get out of just doing Marvel and DC stuff. We can do some creators. And I think it'll also just be easier for us. And I, I know some people have said that they want us to try to be a little bit more consistent. I think that's the only way we can do it to do it that way <laughs> because doing yeah. the big characters is um, it just takes a long time and it takes a lot of research and a lot of reading. But if we do a uh, little mini um, combo big book clubs that go on the feed, then we maybe we'll do one big character and then one combo book club going forward. And that'll help with us keeping the schedule together. So um, we'll see. We'll, we'll work it out and uh, we'll let you guys know. So uh, you got anything else on, on Thanos or anything like that? No, I just I go read the current Thanos book. I'm I'm dead ass serious about this. Please just trust me. If if you have nothing else chance to read anything else we read, read the Thanos book that's currently out. I think 18 was the last issue. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I think 18 was the last issue, and then the annual. That came so it's a completed it. run. Yeah. We're offering you a completed run, one through 18, and annual. So it's not a huge commitment. Yeah, well, it's that, a great read. That and then the five issues of Thanos Rising. I think we, well, I was Thanos, that too, but like I was just saying, yeah. if you've got, if you want to read contemporary, just a kick-ass contained story, that's it. If you want to read the origins, Thanos Rising is the best picture of the origin. And if you have a problem with the first two issues, grow up. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, grow up. Um, again, so uh, go ahead and uh, make sure you guys uh, click the link in the show notes for the uh, listener survey. Uh, we'll also have the show notes for. Um, for all the, the the books we talked about in this episode in there as well but please take the five ten minutes to do the listener survey we really appreciate it. it really does help us out and um yeah folks thank you guys very much for listening until next time we're out of here peace